your Locked On Avalanche, your daily podcast on the Colorado Avalanche. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, Avalanche fans, welcome to the Locked On Avalanche Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am your host, Chris Maselli, with another episode of the podcast dedicated to your Colorado Avalanche. And today is day four of our prep week with Kyle Sullivan. Uh, You know him. You love him. He's been on multiple times. Also hosts the show Fourth Line Minutes with me. Uh, and today we'll be talking about the fan expectations. So uh, really good conversation him and I have, like always. So stay tuned for that, which will be momentarily. Before we get to that, follow the show on social media outlets on Twitter, LOPN underscore Avalanche. On Instagram, search for Locked on Avalanche. And send any questions, comments, concerns, or opinions of your own to LockdownAvalanche at gmail.com. And like I said, this is day week, uh, <laughs> this is day four of the prep week. Uh, if you haven't listened to any of the episodes prior in this week, definitely go back and do that. Some really good conversations that we have had. Uh, Will Scouch from Scouching was on Monday, talked about the Avalanche prospects coming up. Uh, now and down the road, very knowledgeable guy. Uh, Tuesday, King Dowett from Mile High Sticking kind of talked about the big headlines going into this season. Yesterday was uh, Ian Combest from Abs Insider. Kind of talked about the individual player and team expectations. And now t- today, Kyle's on to talk about the fan expectations. Really good discussion we have. All right, look, um, this is not a political show and it's not going to be so i'm not going to go into what's going on in the world pretty much at all because you guys come here to listen to hockey talk and you listen to avalanche talk and that's what we're going to do if you wanted to go listen to what is going on out in the world you have ten thousand other modes to go do that whether in podcast form television form radio newspaper internet on your phone However you want to do that. If you want to go find that, go find it. Uh, it's not going to be here. I'm too excited about a hockey season starting right around the corner. And uh, while I have interest in that, I'm not going to air that on this show. So we are going to uh, keep the focus on hockey and our Colorado Avalanche. And uh, let's talk about some hockey. Because we have to. So... Let's do that right now. But before we do, we're going to hear from betonline.ag. Are you ready for some football, pro football, college football, heads into the bowl season, big matchups coming up this week for the NFL playoffs? Not only is it playoff time, it's betting time. So get out the browser, go to betonline.ag. It's the only place that has you covered and the one place we here at Locked On Trust. So sign up today. You get a free account, and you can use the promo code Locked On, and you get 50% extra as a welcome bonus for your first deposit. So whatever you put in, BetOnline.ag adds 50% to that. Put in 100 bucks, you got an extra $50 in your account on your first deposit. I know the Broncos aren't involved in the playoffs, and maybe you don't have any interest, and maybe that's a good thing because I don't like betting on my own team. 
Uh, so maybe you can kind of bet with your head and not your heart, which is my downfall when it comes to betting. So don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on that action. Don't forget to use the promo code locked on to get that 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. And definitely follow them on social media as well at betonline. Or excuse me, betonline underscore ag. All right, let's get Kyle in on the mix here. We're going to take a quick little break and be right back to talk about your expectations for the Avalanche this year. All right, everybody, welcome back to the show. And as promised, Kyle Sullivan is back yet again. Uh, now I can call him my co-host on Fourth Line Minutes. And um, if you haven't checked that show out, definitely, definitely do that. I'm going to talk about something that we just did, which was was fantastic in a second. Um, but uh, like we said, it's day four of our prep week. And Kyle and I today are going to discuss kind of fan expectations. Yesterday, Ian from Abs Insider and I talked about player expectations and team expectations. And now we're going to kind of go to the fan. And and when you have a team that's looking as good as the Avalanche are, where is the mindset of, you know, the everyday fan? So uh, before we get to that fun stuff, first of all, Kyle, how are you doing today, sir? Doing fantastic. <laughs> Thank you for having me on. Uh... But were you doing as fantastic as you were you know before we just <laughs> did what is it called the uh legend the, of taro tushimoto yeah so kyle and i like we, we 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 host another show like i said called fourth line minutes if you want to check it out it's on youtube we do video uh the audio part of it in podcast form is coming out it is out now just the first episode but we're five episodes in on youtube and we're starting this this new mode that you have NHL 21. I do. Uh, the mode is be a pro, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I My video game days are way behind <laughs> me. I was huge into it. That's a whole other conversation for another day. Um, I actually played uh, what is uh, Call of Duty Black Ops against Steven Spielberg at E3. I don't know if Whoa. I totally told you that. Did I ever tell you that? No. Oh, yeah, man. I shot down <laughs> Steven Spielberg. <laughs> Oh my! At E3, gosh. we we had an advanced screen because I I wrote for a video game website, and so we had like all these backstage things to all the all the new games coming out at E3, and he was standing directly in front of me, in line. It was a private showing of Black Ops, so we watched like a five ten minute uh, video on it, and then we got to play it. We got to play a multiplayer match, and uh, he was not on my team. That's incredible. Incredible. But I took him down. I took him down. Yeah. yeah wow. Cool. He's short guy. He's not a big guy. So I was not intimidated. A in, tiny in, tune in, if in you physi- would. Yeah. <laughs> I was not intimidated in physical form or uh, hand-to-hand combat. Not at all. So um, anyway, that's, yeah, my video game days are long gone. Um, but so this mode is, you know, like you, you follow a guy's career, which has always been around, but now it's like, super detailed so uh go ahead tell tell the idea that you came up with um on how we're doing this okay Uh, um taro tushimoto for any hockey fan out there um you may know the story you may not but uh real quick long story short 1974 buffalo sabers drafted taro 
Tushimoto from the Tokyo Katanas. Um, deep, deep in the draft, 183rd overall. Uh, he was going to be like, he was the first Japanese player. It was going to be a big deal. Mm. Um, but it turned out the GM was just so tired of drafting. I mean, it was like the 11th round, 183rd pick. He made up Taro Tushimoto. <laughs> he never existed. But there are media okay. guides that still have him printed as like their draft pick, but he never existed. So, good. so we are actually giving him life and we are uh, doing a weekly follow-up and checking his career. We created Taro. Um, he is alive and well for all those that were wondering. He is in video game form. In video game in form. Video game form. <clears throat> yeah. And uh, we are in the Memorial Cup. We are working on his draft stock. Um, and he's playing just- for... The Halifax Mooseheads. Absolutely. <laughs> so we don't know, you know, obviously we hope he gets drafted <clears throat> by a, a certain team. Yeah. Who knows if that happens. It would be hilarious if he does get drafted by Buffalo Sabres, though. I mean, oh, that would real. be great. So uh, we just we just recorded it. The first episode of it is like 15 minutes long. I, you're going to edit it down. Maybe it'll be up by the time people are listening to this. I don't know when you're going to get to it, but should be up soon. Very, very, very soon. So uh that was hysterical and fun it was a lot of fun so uh yeah episode one get in on it now yeah um all right as we turn our attention to the avalanche and the fans so uh fan expectations can sometimes be a little bit uh unrealistic and yeah everybody goes into a season obviously wanting your team to perform well and even if you're like a middle of the road team you still have hope say, Hey, if we just, you know, catch fire at the right time. Um, if guys start having breakout seasons, anything can happen. It's different for the avalanche this year because it's everybody's looking at them. Like, you know, it, they should at the least with this team, make the Stanley cup playoffs or not <laughs> Stanley cup playoffs, Stanley cup final. Let's get wow. real here. Yeah. Um, but in the fan world, it's a little bit different. It's they, they want championships. So I kind of want to start there. Do you think, and and I had brought this question up, you know, to some of the guests throughout the week, like, is this, is this a boom or bust season? Is this a cup or nothing cup or failure season? And when you hear the avalanche players speak, that's what they say. And I'm fine with that. I don't want to hear my team's player saying, well, I just hope we do good this year. You know what I mean? Like I'm fine. But from a fan perspective, uh, do you think it, it is in their mind cup or nothing? Depends on what fans you're talking about. There are two schools of fans out there. Yeah, right that's now. true. That's true. Um, like the fans like us, like the OGs, we've been there since the beginning. Like we know better. I mean, we've, we, we had uh, the 0304 team with Timu Stolani and Paul Correa. Forsberg, Sackick, it was one of those before the season even started, they were saying, give them the Stanley Cup. Mm. And it was a, it was not a great season. Injuries plagued us. It was, we didn't, I mean, we did not live to the hype. And I mean, it was just a couple short years ago, we were just absolutely terrible. Right. Um, but there, there's the new wave of fans that you know, the bandwagon, if you want to say that, but that only know Nate McKinnon as being good, have no idea who Matt Duchesne is. I would say, yeah, it's cup or bust, yeah. but we've seen um, just the crazy, ridiculous things happen where it doesn't happen. And like Nate McKinnon never hitting a hundred points, like right. everything in the world seems to be in the way of that happening. And 
him winning the heart. Just like the goofy things get in the way of the avalanche a lot. So I would love to say cup or bust. Yeah, we have a fantastic team. And like in this 56 game season, it's all about surviving to the end. And we have four lines deep and a taxi squad and a minor league system that Mm -hmm. can handle that. Right. It's just, I mean, being that long suffering avalanche fan, you always, you're, you just kind of cower because you're like, what can happen? Yeah. And, and you can say that in, in any season, uh, you know, cause you don't know, like, you know, there's probably going to be injuries. <laughs> yeah, let's just yeah. hope they're not at the level they were last year. Um, and it, it's, I, I think sometimes fans just don't want to hear that stuff. They just want uh, to, they don't want to look at the season it, when they look back at it, when it's over and say like, these are the reasons why not using excuses, yeah. just saying like pinpointing, like re, you can, you can, you know, pick out those things as to why it didn't go the way you wanted it to go. Sometimes fans don't care about that stuff. Like you have fans right now that are saying like this team, the way it's constructed should win a cup. Now go do it. And I get that. And, and, and if everything goes in line and they don't get just decimated with injuries and they have good goalie play, you would say, yeah, like th- that, that should be a realistic goal for them. There, there's nothing wrong in saying that, but it's so tough to predict a championship. It's very tough to predict a championship. And with the, not so good success the avalanche have had in the playoffs you know you're asking a a team to do a lot to make the jump from never making it out of the second round to go win a cup that's a big jump you know it's not like uh, you know they they, they've never sniffed the conference finals so in any other year you know even even last year if they had made it to the conference finals then that's another year that they've made the next step up in the playoffs and then you could say definitely this year, all right, the only other logical thing you can do now is get to the cup final. And the thing that scares me about how the team's constructed in that cup or bust mentality, it's a two-edged sword. Yeah, it's cup or bust because the team's built like, I mean, we're stacked top to bottom. Mm. But if it ends up being another one of those years that we're bounced on a just happenstance and we're bounced out of the playoffs, then we got the mindset next year, what else do we have to do to make this a cup winning team? And that's a mindset that I'm not comfortable visiting with this team where we have to really evaluate top to bottom. Like, I mean, Toronto, they say the same thing about their team every year. Like every this year. is the cup or bus team. Like we've got it constructed. And I mean, they're looking at that multi-million dollar top line in Toronto about if they don't do it this year, they're going to have to do something next year. Right. And I don't want that in Colorado. Yeah. That's why I'm a little hesitant about saying cup or bust because I know what comes with it next year if it is a bust. If it is, right. That's a very, very good point because it's like like you're saying, this team has it all. Yeah. Uh, so if they don't do it, what else do you need to add to them that gets them over the hump? You know. Yeah. But I, I'm kind of with the mindset of like maybe you know things just didn't bounce their way if, if it were to happen that way. And we have to see what happens, obviously. But um, And I'm, I don't, I'm not the excuse maker, but um yeah i i I, of course i want my team to win don't misconstrue it construe what i'm about to say but if they do make it to the stanley cup final i'm a happy guy yeah i want them to win it and i whoever they play i hope they sweep because i don't want to deal with a game seven uh not because they struggle in game sevens just because stanley cup final game seven is just you know heart-wrenching um 
And Nate, Nate, Nate needs to sit down with the team and have that Ray Bork moment and tell them, hey, I don't want to have to face another Game 7. He he did that. That's when we went our Mission 16W. Mm. Uh, Nate needs to sit down with the team and say, hey, we're built for this. We don't need to look at a Game 7. Right. That's our Achilles heel. We don't need to face that right now. Right, yeah. All right, let's take a quick break to plug our good friends over at rockauto.com. And with the ever-increasing number of makes and models, it is now impossible to stock all the parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. So why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the counterman orders the parts on his computer, choosing only the brands his warehouse happens to carry? You have a computer with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. rockauto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers they have everything from engine control modules and brake pads to tail lamps motor oil and even new carpet whether it's for your classic or daily driver get everything you need in a few easy steps delivered directly to your door best of all prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and the do-it-yourselfers. So why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in the section where they say, how did you hear about us? So they know that we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. That is rockauto.com. All right, one quick little break and back at it with Kyle. What do you think of, uh, you know, it's it's almost like we always talk like the avalanche are always, uh, you know, low on the totem pole for getting like notoriety and stuff like that. Just being in a small market from hockey sense, Nathan McKinnon not getting love in many different aspects of, you know, uh, not being on like the cover of NHL yeah. video games and uh I think, like we said, the people in the know, hockey obviously know who he is, but he's not that household name like, you know, Connor McDavid is, although he's getting there. I think he's definitely yeah. getting there. And it just always seems like something comes in the way of uh, things being stacked up against the Avalanche. And this season is no different, even though that they are the favorite. Um, they, ha- it's a shortened season, obviously. And there's a couple of things we're going to get into right now. No, I guess I don't know which one to go with first here. So I guess maybe not being able to have fans obviously hurts, but for the avalanche, it's a double-edged sword because they can't have fans in the stands and they, some of them can't even watch them on TV still because of this contract dispute between Comcast and altitude. Um, I think no matter what market you live in, you've probably gone through, uh, you know, a, a network and a cable provider going through some contract disputes. It's not uncommon. It happens all the time. What is uncommon about this one is the length of time this thing has gone on. These things go usually go maybe a couple of weeks, maybe a couple months. This thing's going on a year and a half. This isn't like, you know, uh, in, I guess like the, the the New York Yankees network or anything like that, where they're demanding big bucks. I'm sure they are demanding big bucks, but this is just getting to the point where it's beyond ridiculous that these two can't come together. And now again, like going back to how I was starting, this was 
it just always seems like something's in the way of the avalanche getting to the masses and now it's in their own freaking market yeah so and again uh, this is another double-edged sword because not only are fans not allowed in the arena they're not allowed in the arena for the 25th anniversary celebration mm. of the avalanche and they're not allowed in to see their stanley cup favorite right colorado avalanche and you go home and they're not getting the option to watch their Stanley cup favorite avalanche Mm. and be a part of that 25th anniversary season. Um, The gridlock between altitude and Comcast is mind boggling. Yeah. We, I mean, we go through it here in Alabama. Like if you have any contract disputes during sec football season, it gets rectified real (laughs) quick. It gets, it gets, uh, Offers are on the table real quick. Yes. yes. Um, it's, I mean, this is really the year that they should have it resolved and should have had it resolved. I mean, this is the only option for, unless you're waiting for the NBC game, then it's going to be blacked out possibly. Like you're, mm-hmm. you're keeping Denver from seeing what fight me, but what could be their best team in Denver. Yeah. Well, and that's the other thing I wanted to bring up was the other teams in Colorado are struggling. You know, Denver is out of the playoffs. Uh, and and I, I just read something that they, I obviously, you know, I, they're my football team. So uh, I've known that they have not made the playoffs since they won the Super Bowl, uh, Super Bowl 50. Um, so they've missed the playoffs for five years after that Super Bowl win. And that is the first team to ever do that to to miss the playoffs five years straight after winning a super bowl so things are i mean it's it, they're struggling they're young you know they, they did have moments this year but they another i think they were five and eleven this year i don't think they were six and ten i think that yeah they're five and eleven so they're struggling um with no sign of like next year there's there's nothing out there right now haven't gone through free agency and stuff like that that say like they can turn it around next year the colorado rockies are struggling they have talked about uh, you know, getting rid of their more popular players, which, which didn't, which hasn't happened and it, it probably won't happen, but even if it doesn't happen, um, they're going to struggle. And the Denver nuggets, while I don't really pay attention to NBA, I just kind of like peruse it every once in a while. Let me look them up really quickly while they did very well last year. Um, I think they're off to a pretty sluggish start when it comes to their record here. Let me see. Uh, they are, they're three and four right now, All right? You know, seven games in not, you can't really make a big uh, stink about that right now, but none of them are on the level of what the Colorado avalanche could accomplish this season. Yeah. So putting all of that together, putting the, the other major sport teams in Colorado struggling, putting uh, not being able to go to the arena, putting some fans who are with Comcast not being able to watch it does it just make you just say like man like what else can go wrong yeah. for the avalanche outside of their play that's the only thing they control is their yeah. play and it's i, I know it's got to be frustrating in denver i mean it's you have the hottest team in a league like it's if you have a hot team people gravitate towards it sure but it's really hard when they're literally preventing you from watching it on television and in the arena yeah so you're just kind of it's there but 
you can't enjoy it. And that's that's a weird well sensation. What I think could happen, I don't think there's gonna be like a mass like exodus from Comcast, but as the the hockey season goes on, and if the Avalanche do what everybody expects them to do, start being you know this force in the league, um, you can watch these games if you switch over to you know satellite TV. Yeah. Um, there's ways to do it. I think you might start seeing that people who are passionate about their sports and passionate about their Colorado sport teams, which they are, um, you might start seeing it, but I don't know if people would do it for like the avalanche, like in, in one year, let's just say this Comcast thing never gets resolved. If the avalanche forward thinking win the Stanley cup this year, and then next year, if God forbid, this Comcast thing is not resolved by then, I think then you'll see some people moving or maybe even if the abs make the Stanley cup, people are like, I cannot miss my home state's team in the Stanley cup championship. And you're not going to let me watch that. I think from then on, you might see people start jumping ship and, and yep. demanding to see these guys. If I was there, if I was in the Denver area and I had that, that proposition of not going without my abs, like I've, I've literally mm-hmm. watched the Avs every game on the NHL.TV package because that's all I get mm-hmm. to watch the Avs out here. I haven't missed a game in like five, six years yeah. at this point. Like, it would be a no-brainer. I'm jumping ship, and mm-hmm. I'm going to find the Avalanche. Um, at this point, this is where, like, things are hot and you need people coming in. It's rough that you can't really brand yourself and put yourself out there where you're being prevented, but – this should be a jump ship because I think, if I'm not mistaken, the Nuggets made a run last year in the playoffs. Yeah, they made it to the uh, conference finals. I think they and lost. That's to another the altitude broadcast. Yeah. So these are, it. I mean, you're being prevented from watching your teams. Mm-hmm. So this, I would, me personally, I would have jumped ship a long time ago. Uh, yeah, I, I think you know, and I'm sure there have been you know people that yeah. are, are passionate about the Avalanche and the Nuggets uh one or the other or both guarantee you they have already because you know sports are are important in people's lives um and i think when people started seeing like last year when it it went maybe into like december and people were like this is still going on like i'm out um so we'll 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 see how it goes and from what i've heard there's no sign of them getting closer so this could go on for a little while my my personal to the fans out there, if you are on the fence, this is the year that you would need to jump and watch your avalanche. Yeah. Support them in every way possible. So uh, it was NBC Sports had Nathan McKinnon as the number one, like most exciting player to watch this year. Yeah. Over Connor McDavid. And the score had the avalanche as the number one most exciting team in the league over the Tampa Bay Lightning. This is a great, great team. If you're listening to this podcast, uh, you, you know that. Yeah. If you, you if you have you know stumbled upon this show because the Colorado Avalanche season is right around the corner, uh, and you're kind of like that, I guess fair weather fan who, which is fine, totally fine. Um, hey, you're a fan. You're yeah. Good with us, who, who only you know comes around when the season's in play, which is completely understandable. Um, and you want to find a way, like Kyle said, if you want to find a way to watch this team. Just do it because I'm telling you, you won't be disappointed. This is going to be an exciting, exciting team. Very exciting team. We need Um, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully by the time the season's over, maybe they'll allow some people into the arena, but it's not going to be max capacity. So 
Yeah. You're not gonna have a lot of people. Um, all right, last thing I want to get to before we wrap it up is is you know, we talked about fan expectations when it comes to all the stuff we discussed. Uh player fan expectations for the players. Obviously, the expectations are high for Nathan McKinnon. I don't think that changes. I don't think he will disappoint in that aspect. What do you think there's uh certain players that the fans are expecting to really break through this year or have a good season? Um or maybe not get injured, like <laughs> like the goalies. Maybe like, wh- where do you think the fans are looking at the roster and saying, like, I I really hope this guy holds his own this year. I think it's definitely everybody's latching to Nathan McKinnon. Yeah, uh, what he does in his like real first year of superstardom, like this is his year to shine. Um, and I really feel like there's a groundswell of support for Francois. I've there been, was last year. You're right. Like, because Grubauer was in and out and he, and he didn't have the greatest season and, and there was, and he's la- unfit to play to start training camp. So it's already, it's already, okay. This is Frankie's time to shine. And all those people that latched onto him last year mm-hmm. now have that chance for Frankie to come in there and take over that starting job. And I really think that the goalie situation, it's still as divided amongst the fans as ever I think so and too. this is the year that everybody's latching onto it and the Grubauer fans are like oh I wonder if he's okay but the Frankie fans are loving it this is his time <laughs> to shine yeah the Frankie the fans one- are like we we see like how long much longer are we going to put up with this just exactly yeah and that's that's where the infighting is um I would like I mean, I'm a huge Nazem Kadri fan mm-hmm. uh, I would love for him to really just break out and I mean not so much points, just, I mean, keep everybody healthy from those, yeah, yeah. uh, those Brendan Lemieux hits, um, like get out there, the physical presence. We need that. Um, I would like to see, uh, Jonas Donskoy. Nobody's talked about him since the playoffs last year. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like, he's completely fallen off the face of the earth. I would yeah, like to see him step up a little bit. Like there was a lot of hype on, uh, with Berkey coming up to the first line. That's great. He's going to do great there as long as he starts shooting. Mm-hmm. Um, Donskoy, um, time to step it up a little bit. Um, okay. We know what your potential is. You just got to step it up a little bit. Yeah. Um, I wanted to throw his name out there because it hasn't been said since the playoffs. So. It's true. It's true. And he's the type of guy that just gets gets lost in the mix because of all the uh the moves that the avalanche made and everyone's talk about sod and taves and they're always going to talk about nathan mckinnon and cal mccarr and and i think everybody you know um is just so excited to watch him again him get back on the ice because uh, you know not that we're spoiled with nathan mckinnon we are (laughs) we're spoiled that we are but um i don't know about you but like i noticed on like twitter when everybody was posting pictures of the uh when they would get their retro uniforms in the mail and they would you know post a picture of them the to me the overwhelming majority of them were kale mccarr jerseys yeah so i think like people are really latching on to him uh and i don't know if it's one of those things it's like well nathan mckinnon's been in the league longer so they've had you know that many more years to get a nathan mckinnon jersey so they don't need another one, but this is the, you know, this is a brand new Jersey. This is a new style yeah. of Jersey. I would have thought it would have been Nathan McKinnon, but it, and I did, don't get me wrong. I, there, there was a lot of Nathan McKinnon ones, but it was almost like, you knew people were going to be posting Kale McCard jerseys. And what does that say? 
I don't know. I, I just think that says people really are, are latching on to him, knowing that he's a special player and he's young and he's energetic and he's dynamic. Uh, I think people are just cannot wait to see him get back out on there with the rest of this team, Nathan McKinnon included, obviously. Yeah, I wonder if everybody's like, well, you know, I have that Colorado Rockies third alternate as a Nathan McKinnon. I'll get this one as a Kale McCarr. Yeah, you never know what the thinking but, is. But. but there are a lot of Kale <laughs> McCarr fans out there. Um, huge hype around him. Um, everybody, I wonder, I hope we're not starting to take Nate for granted because I know. I know we've taken Gabe Landeskog for granted. And, I mean, he's still a valuable asset to the team. Mm-hmm. Um, anytime I can give him respect, I will give him respect. But um yeah there's a huge huge amount of hype for kale mccarr and yeah, it's especially seeing him matched up on his defensive pairings that i've been seeing him theoretically see. what he's gonna be working with um this could be his year to really just like tear it up I, i'm seeing him with taves yeah that's what i was saying and that just tells me jared bednar is not you know mincing anything he's just like these are my two best guys and they're gonna play together and i know the other two lines are more than serviceable and they can hold their own. I don't need to get cute and, you know, have all these different, you know, uh, numbers in front of me and try to mix and match. Nope. He's my first best. He's my second best. They're going to be on the top. Like, dude, um, think of that, that those five guys on the S at the same time between between just say Landis Scott goes up to the first line. He, right now he's practicing on the second. There's going to be times where he's on the first line. McCarr, or excuse me, McKinnon, Landeskog, Rantanen, McCarr, and Taves. When you say it out loud, it's just like it's unbeatable. Yeah, <laughs> crazy. It's it's video game stats. Yeah, it's it's video game yep. rosters. Um, and it's it goes to that cup or bust. I mean, when you start talking the roster out loud and the line combinations, it's one of those that you're just like, there's no way we don't. Yeah. I know. You start really getting hyped when you start speaking it into existence. Yeah. <laughs> so um, we're less than a week away yep. and we'll see how all this uh, materializes. So uh, thank you, sir. Always a pleasure when you come on. I am anticipating you'll be on multiple times throughout the season to check in and uh, hopefully not be angry about how this team is playing. I think we're going to be pretty happy for most of the season. I keep my anger to myself, especially because the door in Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Very good point. Very good point. All right, man. Appreciate it. As always, uh, tell people where they can find you on the At Twitter machine. Shaggy Von Doom on Twitter and Instagram. And Excellent. the fourth line minutes. Yes. You kind of do a lot um, on there too. Yes. Yeah. Uh, that's at fourth minutes i believe on twitter yeah yes at fourth minutes on twitter fourth line minutes on instagram all right thanks again sir and that will do it for today one more day to go in our prep week and that is tomorrow and it's a big one we don't talk about fantasy a lot on this show but we are tomorrow scott cullen is our resident fantasy guru and he hosts fantasy locked on fantasy hockey and he will be on tomorrow and we'll be talking about the avalanche players and if you are into fantasy who should you draft the relative easy ones and maybe some surprises and sleepers so uh, looking forward to that conversation with scott also definitely check out locked on nhl as we are doing our preseason or uh, prediction not predictions but kind of like setting everybody up for 
their teams, and we're taking a look at each division uh, per day. So, haven't done the West yet, so I don't know if that's they're going... Right? They did the North and the East, so maybe they're working their way cross-country that way. So, I don't know, maybe you have to wait till Friday to hear the West, but... Um, yeah, kind of doing season previews across the league right now. So definitely check those out when you can. All right, guys, that'll be it for today. Thank you, Kyle, once again. And we'll see you guys tomorrow. Have a good one. Here's Joby. Go, Abs, go.